0: welcome to rose radio i'm your host marley harris and i'm here to talk to you about all things entrepreneurial personal growth and self-development with a side of spiritual woo-woo i successfully turned my side hustle into a full-time career while traveling the world and living a life i've only dreamed of i hope by listening to this show i inspire all you little rosebuds to do the same thanks for listening now enjoy the show welcome back to another episode of rose radio now this week's episode was a complete download I thought of it this afternoon we're recording this evening we're making it happen (laughs) now as you may or may not know I'm living in Australia right now so I am Canadian a lot of people think I'm Australian because I obviously live here and that's like the best compliment ever I wish I was Australian But I am Canadian. I just left because um, I don't do cold weather that well. So here we are. We're in Australia. And I've picked up a friend, a boyfriend, and he's here with me today (laughs) to chat about something that I think needs to be talked about more. So I'm sure people look at my Instagram and they're like, oh my god, all this bitch does is literally sit on the beach, eat acai bowls, and hang out with her boyfriend, and obviously that's true, but also, I'm working a lot, and there's a lot of realities of what it's like to live abroad when you aren't from that country, so me and my boyfriend Max, who has been on a previous episode, so if you want to know how we met, um, if you're interested in, you know, the juicy deets of how we met and how we're dating now and living in Byron Bay together um but I brought him on because he's also not Australian he's from Germany and we're both living in Australia so we're going to talk about the realities of what it's like to live abroad so I'm just going to ask him a bunch of questions he doesn't know what the hell I'm going to ask him and I think he's like shitting his pants right now
1: right now definitely yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) and so I just want to kick off the conversation and say What do you think of living in Australia? Like, how has your experience been? Obviously, it's COVID right now, so it's not like how it usually is. But overall, what has been your opinion and experience around living in Australia? We've been here for six months now.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, you said it's COVID. So I experienced Australia like the real life just for two three weeks when i got here in february and then covid happened and everything shut down so the major thing i actually noticed australians are very fit yeah everyone's
0: so fit it like makes me i remember when i first came here i felt like a full potato i
1: still feel like a potato but it's fine definitely so i just got here everybody was so. just running, working out, and like I just directly went to the gym. I, I signed up the next next day. Really, I didn't even know that for gym membership yeah. So that was the first impression of of me being in Australia. Definitely the weather. I mean, I I landed in Sydney, and Sydney's kind of like further down in the south, so it was hot, but not too hot. Not not like so there's no humidity, right? No, no! Yeah, so it, it was it's really nice. Really nice in the summer, and. Yeah, what else? I mean, what's for you? I mean, you're living already a little longer in Sydney? Yeah, so, Australia at all.
0: just as like a backstory for those of you who don't know, I've been to Australia. This is now my fourth time. So, I've been like, for, I've done like four stints in Australia and so, obviously, this is my first time during a global pandemic. <laughs> so, I think previously my experiences were amazing. Like, I obviously love Australia. Yeah, everyone here is so fit. It really aligns with my lifestyle. So, getting healthy food is so easy. um If you want to, pay, it's expensive, but healthy food is readily available. So, I remember going back home to Canada.
1: In Sydney and Byron, I have to add.
0: True true in like the bigger er- in bigger cities
1: yeah because i think but the small of the towns cities, people don't, not so don't much, yeah. talk about
0: i can actually basically always b- find an acai bowl though
1: yeah it's acai like a bowls, talent i have
0: yeah. um i like sniff them out <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah i think getting healthy food is really easy especially compared to canada like if me and my girlfriends who we all eat like relatively healthy it's actually hard to go out to a restaurant and like find like stuff on the menu that's like gluten-free and dairy-free vegan and like good vegan food like back in my hometown there's no restaurant like that and then in the city that I lived in London Ontario there was like two restaurants like that and only one of them was actually good but the vibe of the restaurant is kind of like weird so in in Australia and like specifically in Byron Bay and Bondi which is the two cities that we've lived in like, getting, like, healthy, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free food is so easy. Like, it's actually...
1: It's just a lifestyle, yeah. yeah it's a lifestyle. People, people look fit, people look good, and they yeah. healthy, and...
0: Everyone works out, everyone lives good, and I find another major thing about Australia, and then we'll go into, like, the realities, but I think... One thing that I always say is Australians work to live. They don't live to work. So, yeah, they're, like, always out surfing. Like, if their number one thing is surfing, they live to surf. So, like, working is just, like, a thing they do on the side.
1: Not to get bored when they can't surf, probably.
0: Exactly. When it's, like, not – when the the surf isn't good, they're, like – okay they're at work but their whole life revolves around like activities surfing living life going out for dinner doing activities all the time like no one here is like oh my god in the nine to five grind uh, more in the major cities probably but specifically in Byron like where we're living like no one's like hustling to get a house hustling to get married like I don't know, just not like that here at all. Like, I find, maybe it's different in Germany, but in North America, I find there's a lot of pressure to, like, get married, get a house, have kids. It's, like, this, like, checklist. Whereas, like, in Australia, I don't feel that at all. And I don't know if it's because we're, like, kind of, like, traveling, but... Yeah.
1: Hard to to tell. I mean, we are in a travel environment right now, so...
0: Yeah. And then... Okay, we'll get into the expectations versus... Well, more of just, like just like being completely honest about what it's like living abroad it's not acai bowls and beach days every day
1: yes definitely not i mean <laughs> most, it, days. Yeah. most days yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but honestly we d- i just want to be honest about what we really actually go through so number one thing i noticed as like being a digital mo- we're going to do specifically about australia because i've had different experiences in Bali um, which is the other place I would say that I've like lived as a working online but for Australia I find that it's been really difficult to meet friends that are like minded so
1: I think it comes down to what you just said before that Australians don't live to work so I feel mm, the whole industry is not very developed over here I mean nobody's like really business oriented like if they do businesses i feel it's really in like in banking like sophisticated yeah it's like,
0: everything's so cruisy like, here real estate banking
1: yeah. but nobody's like digital or something and then other thing is australia is kind of expensive so digital nomads. no one works online here no, no one no no, no one really.
0: so for us we both work online so it's for me like in bali as an example it was so easy to make friends because you go to a cafe there would be like five people there whereas here like actually in byron bay specifically and sydney you can't just go to a cafe and work there's like typically no wi-fi there's no outlets it's not made for digital nomads
1: at all people go to a cafe to eat to, to go to a cafe <laughs> yeah it's what a there.
0: concept i don't even know what that feels like actually don't um so yeah one thing I would say is finding like-minded friends has been really difficult especially for me in Australia and then when I do meet friends like that they come and go so easily so like when you make friends here you make really good friends but you're on different travel plans so they're either leaving in two weeks they're like leaving a month you're like going in opposite directions so you like it's not like we haven't made any friends we definitely have but it would be more of like the party friends or like the yeah. friends that are just like you have like a good conversation with but none of them work online none of them like are like motivated for like an entrepreneurial sense and that's the people that i really love surrounding myself with and really like chatting to
1: yeah definitely
0: but like, yeah what if do you think i can about speak that? for
1: myself i have kind of a hard time to make friends all over again like for, like all the time like you just said they come and go so easily so After some time, if you you made a friend and then they go somewhere else, like after two weeks, it's like, okay, then you have to make another friend. And it's just sometimes just exhausting, I feel like, to to, to tell your story all over again and hear their story all over again. It's always the same stuff. Like, we're all stuck in in Australia because it's COVID and nobody knows what's going on. So at some point, it's it's tiring. So I, I have to say, I'm a little jealous of people being at home around their friends right now. Because it's like, it's for like us, home. that's our living. Yeah. It's our environment here right now, and we, we cannot leave, or we, yeah, we could leave, but we're not going <laughs> to. Yeah, we're not going to, but like, you guys have friends close to you, and you should appreciate that, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And like, just as an example, I kind of want to add examples to every point. Um, so, my two best friends who I met here in Sydney, no, the first one I met in um, Byron Bay, but in 2018 Katie you've probably seen her on my Instagram she's my homegirl and she recently just moved to Germany and so I was like that didn't really sink in until I was like holy shit she's actually gone like I miss her so much and then my other friend, Chelsea, who I met in Bondi, she moved to um, Byron with us, actually, and lived with... She was on, the, like, two episodes ago. And we all lived together, but then she moved to Germany. So, like, my two, like, closest friends all moved to Germany. And then, obviously, we've met more people, but... I don't know, Katie... And, like, I still have friends in Sydney, obviously, but I met them in Bali, so... I don't know, it's just... I think something to note that making friends who are like you but we're more specifically niched because we work online I think if you worked somewhere like at like a restaurant or if you worked at a specific place I think it would be easier just to mold in with those friends because you're all like on a similar journey whereas we kind of have a different journey which kind of makes us a bit isolated I think from the rest of the people here
1: yeah because we are so like everything's so flexible and you can't really plan ahead and then like we we're not settled down right now like at all yeah I mean, just living in a hostel and moving basically every every now and then to new places. So that's like not not, not a good foundation to make lifelong friends, I feel. Exactly. If they're not like doing the same thing you do. and
0: Yeah. And it's hard to make like such a massive effort when you know that you're leaving in like yeah. two weeks. Okay, let's move on to the next point. That was a little depressing. Um... <laughs> so actually this whole thing's kind of depressing
1: <laughs> i mean the we can do the next time about the reality of living yeah. abroad right yeah so, in a pandemic yeah
0: so. um so okay just as another thing you have to pay for a lot of random shit that you don't even think about as instead of like living at home so i have to pay for health insurance every month when i go to the hospital i had to go last month because i couldn't breathe <laughs> anyways that's another podcast but like now i had to pay for that at the hospital it was like 400 dollars, and i have to submit it to my um insurance which i haven't even done yet and then they refund me if it's like if they think it's appropriate to be refunded for so i'm like oh my god then i have to pay for a visa um every couple months here so my first visa was just a tourist visa in australia because i was only planning to stay here for a month (laughs) And then six months later, it's not so funny. Yeah. Um, and then my next visa was a visitor's visa, which allows you to stay for three months. And that expires on October um, 3rd. So just this week, I was like, okay, we're really debating if we're gonna move to Bali, to Thailand, or stay in Australia. And we're like, like guys, we literally talk about this all day, every day for a month. Yes. Like, it's ridiculous. Because we have no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I just went to apply for a visa, and it's usually $300, but Australian government is so cheeky, and they charge you an extra $700 if you want to apply for the visa again, just for, like, going at it again. So I'm like, I literally was like, this must be an error because it's over $1,000 to stay three months. And then I found out quickly that it wasn't an error, and it's like, okay, I'll pay it, but it's just like, that just seems like so much money just for to stay in a country for three just months to stay, yeah. in a place that honestly, well, we'll get into it. But Max and I like aren't super loving it here. So if we're super loving it here, I'd be like yes, let's stay. But finding a place to live for us has been so freaking difficult. So
1: I think we're gonna be complaining a lot in this yeah. <laughs> podcast.
0: So. But we're, it's just it's just the truth. Like yeah. people can't just expect. I also just want people to understand if they're coming here and moving somewhere they have to keep these things into consideration because i think it's easy when you move somewhere just to look at all the positive things like oh, it's gonna be sunny every I day mean, it's be we moved when
1: con- corona wasn't the thing so it just what we just got unlucky it was like it was everything happening
0: yeah i think ever got unlucky with the pandemic yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> that it, was it, a global wide unlucky moment oh, yeah. um okay So that's just kind of that. So just like extra stuff that you have to pay for that normally you wouldn't living in your home country. Like in Canada, I would never have to pay any of those things. Um, Okay, and then this is just a quick note. But I feel like your life kind of goes on pause when you start living abroad. So for example, like if I wanted to buy a house in Byron Bay right now, I actually couldn't. And like, I don't know, you're not really like settled anywhere permanently. Um... Because we're always bopping around so one of the downsides or like one of the realities is honestly that your life really does go on pause so I mean in the near future I really do want to invest in real estate and hopefully like sell down somewhere on a more permanent basis for at least a couple months of the year where we can like have some friends have like our go-to cafes. That's a normal life. More of a normal life. Yeah. In like, more of, like, just feeling comfortable and have, like, a home base. But if you're, like, I can't actually purchase a property in Australia right now if I wanted to. Um, and just things like that. Like, it's just, like, weird things where it's, like, your life low-key kind of goes on pause.
1: Yeah, you never think about it in your own country. You, you just do it and then you're abroad and you have to like, you approach different laws and stuff and you basically cannot do anything because you're not a citizen on
0: yeah the whole not being a citizen thing really... you're just like
1: a long-term tourist basically and yeah. then at some point there i was like okay i'll see you later
0: yeah thanks for having Yeah, thanks for spending yeah. thanks for
1: leaving your money in our country yeah and... thanks
0: for spending a million dollars a month on rent see you yeah <laughs> so yeah that's like one thing um that you kind of have to take in consideration so yeah you can't like really like obviously like we're expanding in different ways like our business is growing um we're meeting a lot of cool people like around the world and other things are developing just like the whole like um what am i trying to say like the normal route of what society thinks of like growing up is like not a thing if you're living abroad
1: yeah
0: like like what people refer to as like normal or like the normal way to like grow up,
1: no, definitely, yeah, yeah,
0: the traditional route. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, okay. So next point is, try to find somewhere to live is actually really hard and difficult. Now I want to do a caveat and say that we're okay. We said this a thousand times, but we're in a pandemic, so it's very different. Cause when I lived in Bali, it wasn't hard to find find a place to live, but. I think, actually, though, when I came to Australia um, before the pandemic hit, it was actually hard for me to find a place on more of a short-term accommodation route. Like, we were got really lucky, and Katie and I got a place for the month of December, um, because we found someone who was going away for a month, and we just took their place for the month. But after that, I knew that I just needed somewhere short-term, but I couldn't find anywhere like everything was like you had to commit to three months 12 months six months you had to so I actually had to move into a hostel for the month of January because I knew I was moving to Bali so where I, I think it's just because though Australia isn't really um molded for digital nomads or people like bopping around like we are whereas like in bali you could easily get a place for four weeks three weeks whatever because everyone's traveling there whereas australia people are living here permanently
1: or when they're traveling they live in hostels exactly like you cannot afford like when you're traveling you you cannot afford like other places besides hostels it's just too expensive well like
0: hotels here are like three to four dollars a night so living in that a month would just be i mean obviously people can afford that but it's just not in our budget yeah yet (laughs) <laughs> um so yeah i would just say, like to say like traveling and finding a place is hard for us right now um so just as a little backstory um we were living in bondi not together in separate apartments in um oh my god what even month was this now
1: like april to june like okay. two months together.
0: yeah i lived in Kuji for april and then May and June, I lived in Bondi, and I had a really great apartment. It was so good, and yeah. Max had a good place. And then we decided to move to Byron Bay.
1: It just got cold. and Okay, yeah, the reasons why we left actually got cold, and then everything was shut down. Um, Chelsea was going also was yeah, going to Yeah, Ch- Yep, Chelsea Byron, was going so to like Byron. So, like, a couple of reasons why we left.
0: And... It always has been coming down a lot for us that a lot of people aren't digital nomads here. So I don't know. It's just like kind of like in Bondi, everyone works like nine to five, works corporate. So as a digital nomad there, it just kind of feels a bit lonely, I'd have to say. Especially during a global pandemic, because no one's like going to co-working spaces. There are actually a few in Bondi, but they're astronomically priced. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we came That's to Byron Bay here. and. The only place we could move into was a hostel. That's the only thing that was available. So we're like, okay, we'll live in the hostel and then we'll get a
1: place. Yeah, that was the original plan. That yeah. was the
0: plan, and that was back in the beginning of July. Yeah. It's now almost October, so we lived in a hostel. We got, they actually told us that we'd be able to get a private room for the for, Corona r- price. So. Yeah, for a Corona price, which was really reasonable and we're like, great, we'll do that, we'll live in, and this is my favorite hostel in Australia, like, when I was backpacking here two years ago, I lived there for a month, and I had, like, the best month of my life, so I'm like, I love this place, like, it's, it doesn't even look like a hostel, it's like a resort, it's beautiful, um, so we're like, great, and then right as we get there, they're like, oh, there's been a mix-up with people not knowing things anymore, and the corona pricing has ended, so it's, like, actually $700 a week, to live in this private room and we're like okay yeah right like we're not gonna live we're talking
1: about hostel room yeah
0: a hostel room you don't even get your own bathroom it's still shared bathrooms shared kitchen shared everything and just like the setup of it was just such a different vibe from when i came last time it was we didn't like it really it was winter yeah it was cold a lot of outdoor spaces yeah
1: for the good for the summer times and partying but not to work somewhere in the winter time it was just cold
0: yeah it was cold and then so we moved to another hostel again, just temporarily. We got our own room because we had a room like a four share room, but it was just Max and I.
1: And then And then Chelsea, Chelsea moved in with us. A week later, right? Yeah.
0: So we had our own little thing
1: for like six weeks, kinda okay? five oh, weeks. Six weeks? Oh my god. Five, six weeks, I guess. Okay,
0: that's crazy to me. So yeah, so <laughs> we all lived together in our little family home in a hostel. Okay. I
1: think it was all right.
0: Yeah. It was okay. But just like keep in mind, Chelsea and I are both running a business. Like, Chelsea was like doing podcasts with Gabby Bernstein on the top bed of a bunk bed. I hit my biggest month ever in Rose Designs working from a hostel, literally running a freaking marketing agency from a bunk bed. Yeah. Like, it was so funny. But we, I actually didn't mind it. Like, we met some cool people. We had some really good parties. It was like, since it's COVID here i think it was a really p- good place to be considering like it wasn't very long you weren't really lonely there you know it was hard to be lonely
1: yeah i mean the whole hospital was good it was almost yeah. like a hotel like, yeah it was like kitchen. a hotel um,
0: brand all brand new yeah, yeah. it was really nice and we just for like just to for like comparison so we paid 175 each uh week so that's um $700. Wait, is that right? One thirty-five yeah, times 700, 4. dollars Wow, that blows my mind. Okay, so it's $700 each for us to live in a hostel, in a four-share room, in a bunk bed. Like, my people in Canada are gonna freak out. Because yeah. in London... I paid London... half the price in my, yeah. my
1: own place in Germany. Yeah. I was like...
0: In London, my girlfriend and I, we had our own whole house. Two bedroom, two bathroom, two balconies. Um, and brand new kitchen... There was a three bathrooms in there. It was like patio, whole backyard. We each paid $800 each. But that's where my ex lived with me. So we actually all paid only $500 each. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> this is why I just have an issue with paying this much because it pisses me off.
1: Yeah, for what you get, that's, a, that's yeah. also the point for in living... For living in Australia. Yeah. You pay so much for what you get in the end.
0: And also compared to what I was getting when I lived in Bali, I had a whole villa for way cheaper. So yeah. I mean, again we have to suck it up because we're living in Australia, we have a gorgeous beach. It's like you pay for what we get the outdoor
1: visuals. You you get to be in Australia. And you get to say you you live in Byron Bay, so
0: that's what you pay for. (laughs) So So yeah, so then...
1: But you have to lower your standards kind of to live in the the good spots.
0: Definitely, because if you want to live... So basically this whole time we were looking for places online, but because our state that we're in right now is... The borders are closed. It's basically the nicest place you can go in New South Wales is Byron Bay. And everyone... is a Sydney or Byron Bay, I guess. Yeah. And everyone got this thing called JobKeeper, which is they get paid by the government to not work... Because everyone lost their job, so everyone moved to Byron Bay exactly when we did. And there's four movie productions going on here right now. So basically, all that there's a housing crisis in Byron Bay right now.
1: What, what's like the average Airbnb price a week, or uh, like for a month, thirteen thousand?
0: Yeah. So if you want to rent an Airbnb for the month, it's thirteen thousand dollars um 10 to 13 for like and, a normal apartment, right? and for like actually nothing that nice it's not like a penthouse suite overlooking the ocean with like a butler maid cook it's like it's like a decently okay property so yeah. again it's like it's just kind of it's just interesting it's like you you it changes yeah. your perspective on a lot of things yeah. and it's made us really like like once we get our own place we're gonna be so freaking grateful for it I so mean, yeah, we upgraded into another hostel yeah. yeah so then okay so then we were really se- sick of like bunk beds you know i mean the whole shebang
1: beds, and then chelsea left so we always knew people that kept coming in
0: yeah we got really lucky though with the two people they were, that all, cool, came in. They were all cool they were amazing yeah but it was just like this thing is like we're a couple we're not we're sh- we're sleeping separately like that's not fun Yeah. So we found this. Actually, we found this room, and it was another hostel. We got our own private room now, and we're now paying two hundred dollars each a week. So two hundred and ten.
1: Two two hundred and ten. This room was four twenty for a week.
0: Okay, so we're paying eight forty each a month now.
1: No, for two. Uh, each yeah yeah, yeah. Each, each,
0: yeah so this room that we're living in is 1600 a month
1: and we're still living in hostel <laughs> we're still living in hostel and the we kitchen ever... sucks yeah. the kitchen
0: is absolutely <laughs> atrocious i i actually had a mental breakdown when we moved in here somebody
1: stole our plate today
0: yeah someone stole our plate like we're not gonna have a plate to eat off of now and i had a full mental breakdown when we moved in did i max yes. it was so bad i like did i cry i can't remember you never cry no i <laughs> Okay, I didn't cry, but I was so upset.
1: You almost made me cry. I made you cry. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, Max cries for the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we moved into this hostel. We've been here for two weeks, and we were immediately like, "Fuck no, we're leaving!" Like we hate this, but we already pre-booked it for two weeks, and they're like, "Okay." us just like in our little luxury we're like okay yeah we'll move back to the first hostel, sorry, the second hostel that we were in because it was good we really didn't want to share a room though but we're kind of like at this rate if we want to live in byron bay which we do really love um we have to move back to this other hostel then we find out yesterday
1: yeah yesterday, yesterday. the day where, d-day d-day
0: where we find out that this weekend this weekend it is monday so on friday when our room runs out we were just going to rebook with surf house that it turns out that it's something called schoolies so this means that everyone from us in new south wales basically comes to byron bay it's like a it's like a school holiday and usually people like go like all over so they'll go like up to queensland which is more north state than this or they'll go to bali a lot of the times fiji actually but because again if you forgot we're living in place Global pandemic, so everyone's coming to Byron Bay this weekend. So every single accommodation in Byron Bay is booked out this weekend. So as of Friday, we're literally homeless.
1: Yeah, because we cannot even stay in a hostel anymore. No, because everything is booked out. Yeah, everything's no booked option. out.
0: We have no option. We actually do have an option. We can move back in the Surf House and live in a six share,
1: but for way more money, wasn't it?
0: No, it's still one seventy five.
1: But after the weekend, I think they're also full for the weekend. Or whatever.
0: Yeah, so basically Max and I are homeless. Not
1: even we cannot even get a camper van and stay on the on the campground. Yeah, because... like
0: we got so desperate to the fact that we were gonna rent a camper van and rent out a parking spot or like a camping spot with I don't even know how to say the terminology. With power and it's completely booked out.
1: Yeah, so not not even living in a car is an option right now.
0: Yeah like we're getting desperate people so we think we're gonna move back to bondi which we really don't want to do actually just because we've already done it and we left there but we're thinking you know our next step is to either move to bali or thailand so stay tuned for that but obviously if you've been listening to the podcast or follow me on instagram i have my course coming up max has a lot of stuff coming up with his masters and his business and so we kind of want somewhere to stay put and just like focus and grind um and we really just want our own fridge like is that just so much to ask for i don't know is it
1: i'm just saying if you have your own place right now be fucking grateful for it yeah like, <laughs> listen literally hug be, your fridge I, when I, you get home i've I, I never thought that i would miss my own kitchen and an own bathroom so much but after three months in hostels i know and like not not meeting strange guys in in (laughs) swim shorts no t-shirt in the kitchen next to you and then like blasting South American music and and you you almost go deaf next to them cooking Yeah. sometimes you just want to have like a nice place and just
0: just like sit with your dick out yeah
1: make your sandwich (laughs) and and that's it nobody being like cracked out in the kitchen
0: (laughs) Masha just wants to sit back (laughs)
1: I just want to crack
0: a bag of chips.
1: <laughs> just chill.
0: And just, yeah, let it all hang. Yeah. Poor baby. Well, yeah. we'll get there. So, right now, we've just messaged a bunch of Airbnbs in Bondi. But again, it's like, it's around, yeah, $4,000 a month to stay in Bondi. Again, I'm just putting pricing so people know when they come, like not to expect Canadian pricing at all or wherever you guys are from. I mean, if you're listening to this from the u s you get a discount which is so sick because the u s dollars is you're basically a millionaire when you come here from the u s um but yeah, I think I have another point, so let's just go over what we've talked about.
1: more complaints to go.
0: No, no, I've actually we're going to go on a bit of a positive turn. Oh. Yeah, so finally. everyone everyone can like everyone can like, you know, relax their butt cheeks if they're been stressed. <laughs> <laughs> um so my next thing is honestly Facebook groups if you're living abroad are life changing. So we... I found my friend Chelsea on a Facebook group. I found um, Living Situations on a Facebook group.
1: I'm surprised we didn't meet on a Facebook group.
0: Yeah. Wait, did you find the event you went to on no. a Facebook group? Okay, because no. that would be iconic. So, basically, like, yeah, every place I found to live was on a Facebook group. So, if you ever move somewhere, like... I'm going to say Australia, particularly, always... Like, there's, like, for example, if you move to Bondi, there's a Bondi um, local loop, there's a Bondi I found housing. my apartment via the Facebook yeah, group. Yeah, so did I.
1: All your apartments, right? Yeah,
0: except for the last one that was on Airbnb. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and when I segue, but we'll make another one on Bali when we're living in Bali and hopefully next month, please. <laughs> um, But working in Bali, I mean, there's called, like, There's a bunch of them, but if you look them up, there's, like, digital nomad groups. I know there's one in, like, a bunch of places in Thailand. So that if you're there alone, you can literally just log into this group, and there's events, there's so many things going on. You can ask things. So... Um, there's one really great group um, in Bali called Changu Nomad Girls, and it's specifically if you're in Changu. And if I like need a good hairdresser or my nails done or what's the best cafe to work out, I need a photographer for a photo shoot. I literally would just type in these groups, and people would spit out a hundred answers. Like I even we keep mentioning it, but we're thinking about moving to Bali. So I wrote in one of the Facebook groups like, what's the situation? So many people are so eager to be like here's this help with this it's like incredible
1: people are still good in the internet people yeah people still help out and facebook's actually still good for something yes (laughs) i I didn't think that facebook is still a thing here but no it's really helpful yeah. yeah
0: so and i know my one friend chelsea she like swears by facebook groups just, like, even as a segue, if you're an entrepreneur, like, there's called Freelancing Females. There's a bunch of things. If Max and I were going to stay in Byron, we were actually going to start a Facebook group called Byron Bay Digital Nomads. Because we want to, like, create a community around the digital nomads living here. Because it's very segmented.
1: Yeah. Like, us two and the other guy, probably, like, we don't know yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'll be a threesome. Yeah.
1: But Byron just doesn't want us to be here anymore. Yeah,
0: Byron chewed us up and spit us out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, my last point. And this is just something to take in consideration if you are a digital nomad, is that time zones, they're a real thing. So, most of my clients are in Canada. So, it's a 14-hour time change, I believe. So, and it's not that big of a deal. I would actually do this even if I was living in Canada, but... I have to take all my calls in the morning, and all my clients have to talk to me in the evening, which is, I think, actually fine, but just something to take into consideration when you are moving somewhere, because I know a lot of people from Canada move to South America, like nicaragua or costa rica which is actually really good because the time zones align so if you're like a coach and you do calls all day maybe moving to australia isn't the best idea just because there's only a small bracket you can do calls where both of you are awake and your calendar can't be like fully open because um because of the time zone either you're waking up at 5 a.m or staying up till 1 a.m and that's not a vibe
1: no you start coaching australians
0: Oh, yeah, or you change your whole demographic. I mean, yeah, I have a new few Australian clients now, um, which has been great. But for me, it's not that big of a deal, but I think it's just something to take in consideration when you are living abroad that, like, yeah, I have to wake up every single morning and take calls from 9 to 11, which is fine. I don't mind it, but it's just, like, the reality of living abroad. Yeah. Okay, okay that's the end of my list. Do you have anything you want to add?
1: I think we've covered quite a lot. I'm sorry we were so negative, actually. I hope... I think you caused that a bad time. we're still eating as a a lot. We can go to the beach, have good weather, so... We
0: watched Sunset Tonight. It was so beautiful. Yeah. We're super, super grateful. Like, I write down my gratitude journal every single morning how grateful I am to be in Australia. I'm so happy to be here. It's a trade-off, I'd say. It's a trade-off. It's just, like, the realities, honestly, of living online. And I know i only share my highlight reel on instagram so i just wanted to kind of spread like the honest truth about like some things that are like kind of shitty about living
1: abroad about living abroad in a pandemic and working online in australia i'd say you're missing out of it when it comes to social the social part yeah the social part definitely because like the
0: vibe in bali i was like Oh, my God, I'm home. Like, everyone there worked online. There's so many good places to live. It's just, like, the situation that we're in right now. But I think this could apply to a lot of people that, like, when they come to Australia, they should know that, like, you know, you have to pay for visas. Like, healthcare, you still have to pay for, um, you know, finding somewhere to live. But, obviously, there's Facebook groups for that. Just, like, the honesty and truth of, like, not everything is just absolutely perfect.
1: Yes, Maybe, maybe a good takeaway for this podcast is like if you if you go to a country like think think before like what you expect of it like i'd say when you come to australia and you want to work online maybe that's not the best country for you but if you want to come here to travel and have a good time and like party in hostels perfect it's so good for that it's, it's so good for that yeah, yeah. But, like we just noticed like since nobody's working online that's not our environment we want to be in so maybe for us thailand and bali it's better right now. Yeah, better so suited. maybe consider like before like what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, do
0: your research. Join some Facebook groups. Um, and I think most of my following is kind of like digital nomads. They want to work online, work yeah. for themselves. or so are mostly business owners. So I think that's why I was really compelled to tell this story.
1: Yeah. Come to Australia to have a good time. Yeah, it's But like not, to, not to make a career like yeah. do business.
0: Yeah. But like if you work here, the hourly wage is really good. So I've heard.
1: Yes. Like, so, I don't know. I've, I've never worked you, but...
0: Not yet. Just for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, guys. That's all we have. Um, if you have any qu- other questions about, like, what it's like living here, send me a DM. Um, you can send me a DM on my personal page, Marley Rose Harris, or Rose Radio, or sorry, Rose Designs. It'll all be linked below. And you can
1: join the facebook group byron bay nomads
0: yeah you'll be the only one in there because we'll probably have left <laughs> um and yeah thanks so much for tuning in i hope this was eye-opening and if you're thinking about traveling in 2050 uh hopefully i'm just kidding i'm not putting that out there I'm just kidding i'm just kidding um yeah so hopefully we'll well if you're interested where we are like who knows where we'll be next week yeah. who knows Like hopefully little... not in a hostel yeah and hopefully with like a roof over our head
1: hopefully with our own kitchen
0: yeah and bathroom and like would love like my own fork yes would love a fork oh don't ask for much god.
1: yeah just a clean kitchen
0: yeah <laughs> oh my god we're so <laughs> annoying we <That's> so desperate <laughs> yeah. okay guys Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed a little duo.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. You can come on anytime. If you guys have any questions and want Max to answer um, about dating, like the most incredible person ever, if they might want to know or have any questions, then you can ask us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm. am really just like keeping this going. <laughs> okay okay I'm gonna stop now okay bye guys okay whoa, whoa whoa hold your horses don't go anywhere yet I have an amazing exciting news for you guys so I don't know if you've heard yet but just this week we launched our newest course our first course and it's create your own brand and website in six weeks now i create this course because i've talked to so many people who have tried to start their own website they keep starting they keep stopping they have no one holding them accountable they just don't know what they're doing they get frustrated and quit so it's been six months and they still don't have their own website Now, they want to work one-on-one, but just because you're starting, you might not have the budget yet. So, I have created this course for you. It's for those people who are tired of not getting anywhere and making their own website. You want your own beautiful-looking website that operates efficiently. You need help with the back-end logistics, but just don't have the time to spend researching, and you're just ready to really level up your website and brands, we are going to take you through a six-week course where I teach you all the things. So first week, we're going to go over the branding overview. So we're going to select fonts, colors, the aesthetic of the whole site. Week two, we're going to do, you know, a general layout. I'm going to help you with all the content writing and send you a content planning document that really makes the whole content writing process so seamless. Week three, we're going to do the homepage. Week four, we're going to do the about and blog pages. Week five, we're going to focus on service page. And week six, we're going to do the content page, optimize it for SEO and mobile optimization mobile optimization. So that's not it. Every single week we're going to have a live Q&A and we're going to have three experts come on. So we're going to have all the Rose Designs team come on. So we're going to have a social media expert, we're going to have an email marketing expert, and an SEO expert come on and teach you what we do in Rose Designs for our one-on-one clients and how We implement strategies to catapult their businesses. So I am so excited about this course, you guys. I want to also mention that if you have an e-commerce aspect to your website or if you need a booking platform, this is all things that I'll be teaching in the course. I really go through deep dive and give you the tools and show you how to create the most beautiful website ever for a fraction of the price with working with us one-on-one so if this sounds interesting to you you just listened to this episode and you are ready to take the leap i would love to have you we are really only taking a limited number of spaces because it is our first time and this is the cheapest price the investment will be at because it's just our first time so we're pricing it low and then it's going to be bumped up after this round so If you want to get in at the cheapest price, and this sounds so exciting to you, we'd love to have you, you can apply to join, the link is going to be in our bio or in the comments below, and if you happen to know a high vibe entrepreneurial bestie who you want to do this with, if you both sign up, you both get one free week, and it's only $85 per week for six weeks. You can pay weekly or in full. It's up to you. And this is in Canadian dollars. So my American babes, I'm pretty sure it's like 60 bucks. <laughs> and really, $85 for six weeks is such a good deal to work with us. So we would love to have you. One more bonus is that when you sign up for this course, you also get 55% off all um, branding services with Rose Design. So really, this is the cheapest and best way to work with Rose Designs right now um so yeah the details are all going to be in the comments below and we would love to have you so if this interests you at all please apply today and we look forward to reading your application it only takes like really one to two minutes and we'll get back to you soon as we can thanks so much guys for tuning in and i'll talk to you next week